the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So we're speaking all from our respective secret lockdown locations around the world in secret spots. So, J. Randall Murphy is in some unknown place in Canada. Myself, I'm in some unknown place in Arizona. And Don Ecker is in a really unknown place in California, which makes it even more unknown. I'm not going to assault California. I like California, don't you, Don? I am tucked away in the wilds of the San Fernando Valley, but an unknown location. I refuse to give out the location, you know. I even turn off my cell phone, so I cannot be tracked. You know, that's a good idea. I mean, turning off your cell phone, because that can cause all sorts of complications. Primarily if it's your main phone, like... My iPhone is my main phone. Barbara has a separate phone for her stuff. This way, I don't have to answer her calls. She can answer well, her own calls. We, and I have all, are, our, all our main phone numbers forward to this. So I have one phone in my We are so hand. far in the wilds that we don't get a cell signal. So if we desire to use our cell phones... I've got to attach them piggyback onto the Internet. And uh, why... Why bother? Not going to get situation. anything but scam calls anyway these days, you know? I have an AT&T account, and I have something called Call Protect, which is free, which helps block spam calls. So that makes things a lot easier. I mean, it's not 100% perfect, but I'd say that plus free Google Voice, 95% of the potential spam calls are blocked. And supposedly, a recent law from the U.S. Congress was supposed to improve the way to stop that stuff. <laughs> oh, hey, how long have we had laws against illicit, illegal drugs? That's worked out good, huh? As long as the criminals are one step ahead of law enforcement, this will always be the case. But you see, the law, the war on drugs is kind of the same thing as the war on alcohol from the 1920s. You took something, a commodity people wanted, and you banned it, and therefore created a criminal class. But we don't want to get into legalization of drugs. No, it's kind of like right now. I mean, you're supposed to stay locked up at your home. Well, people are starting to get fed up with that as we do this show. A lot of them are are beginning to protest. So, yeah, yeah. You know, the government, quote, unquote, the people in charge have never quite learned, have they? Well, you know, and they're kind of in the middle of the devil in the deep blue sea. How do you protect people against this? And locking people up, in a sense, basically locking in place or staying in place is working. It's working in New York. It's working in California. It's working to a limited degree. But I don't want to get into the politics because we can go on for 12 shows. And people really, really are fed up with hearing that every single day. So let's talk about something closer to our crazy world. The only thing I say, and I've said this several times in the show, Don Ecker, is that if E.T. really cared about us, he, she, or it would have done something before now. And obviously, E.T. doesn't care a whit or hopes there will be a sufficient disaster 
that we will be so ready to give up our individual freedoms as if we haven't already and allow ET to take over, a silent takeover. We don't have to do it the way they did it in, in Independence Day where 15 gigantic mother ships show up at major cities and then start firing. Yeah, but that would sure be a lot more exciting, wouldn't it? Not if you were one of the victims. Yeah, well, I mean, the victims always get it in the neck, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about excitement. Well, you know, excitement has different definitions. And in this particular case, I don't know what you think about excitement. I don't think that's exciting. I just think if E.T. wanted to take us over, they wouldn't do it the War of the Worlds way or the Independence Day way, which is, of course, loosely based on the War of the Worlds. They would do something far more subtle. I don't mean like Dr. David Jacobs says necessarily that E.T. creates a race of hybrid humans that silently take us over. They could have done this 2,000 years ago. So if they really care. Or 20,000 years ago. Even that. Exactly. I mean, maybe humans are already hybrids and we're doing exactly what they want us to right now. I just think. That current civilization, this is what I strongly believe, current civilization is just another chapter in a very, very long book. I think this has happened, well, kind of like Battlestar Galactica. This has happened before, and this will happen again. You may want to tell people just how Battlestar Galactica ended. We deserve the spoiler. It ended when they discovered Earth 2 about 150,000 years ago. And Earth 2 was not the original Earth they were looking for. They found the original Earth, but it was ravaged by nuclear war. And they then ended up here. And uh, then Starbuck disappeared. So, <laughs> well, well, Starbuck went ahead and played the villain on The Flash and also played a deputy sheriff on a TV show called Longmire. So she continued to work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But not not the original Starbuck. I mean, she was gone. You're talking about Katie Sackhoff there. Yeah. Katie Sackhoff is still out there. And, of course, you guys are talking about the, the remake or the reimagining, because in the original, when they showed up on Earth, uh, they were looking at Earth from space and what uh, rush hour traffic was like in Los Angeles. And, uh, you know, I can remember this this original Starbuck there commenting on, you know, what a nice tight formation it was. Yeah. Yeah. Dirk Benedict. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And Lauren Green, of course. Yeah. I just think that was a lousy, lousy show kind of put out because of the success of Star Wars. I think the reimagining from Ronald D. Moore was excellent. I don't think he's done anything since then that was really good. Of course, he has a Star Trek background, too. His current show is For All Mankind, which is on Apple TV+. Plus. It's an alternate history. What if the Russians went to the moon first? And how would civilization have changed? You know, it kind of reminds me very loosely of the movie Yesterday. What if the Beatles never existed, but there was one guy who knew all the songs? Forget about it. Forget about that. Let's talk about what might be happening here, which is that in the case of 
E.T., if it exists, if it meant us harm, it would have done something. If it seeded us here, it may come back every so often to see what mess it made. But would it fix things? Well, it's had its chance. We had World War II, Korean War, Vietnam War, the epidemic of 1918. We have the current pandemic. It just sits back. It just sits back and they contact alleged channelers or contactees and saying, well, you got to get your act together, earthlings, and follow the straight and the narrow and be peaceful and loving to one another. You know, great sentiments like the song Imagine from John Lennon. But in the real world, it doesn't mean anything because they don't do anything. They just say, go ahead and preach the gospel to people who listen. Of course, most of these people remain unknown. A few do become known, but they become really, really crazy, eccentric people. We have Don Ecker, Dark Matters Radio. Once he was, of course, a co-publisher of UFO magazine thousands of years ago when that magazine still existed in its previous ownership. And he's been active as a UFO investigator for several thousand years. No, quite a bit of time. So he's been there and he's done that. And we're going to catch up and also talk about an article that interested me that he did some years back that might stir some conversation. Okay. Got a lot more to come on the Paracast with Gene and Randall and Don Ecker. You're in the Paracast. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items. And entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. Hand sanitizer is not an option. It's now a must-have. But where can you find it? Online at 2020safe.net. The highest quality hand sanitizer that destroys microorganisms and prevents transmission of pathogens. Now available in a one-liter bottle with a bonus at 2020safe.net. When you order a one-liter bottle of our high-quality hand sanitizer, you'll receive a 30-count bottle of Immune Booster, a $14.95 value, free by using code GCN at checkout. 2020safe.net offers many natural products to help support health and help you live a more fulfilled life. From germ zapping hand sanitizer to immune building nutraceuticals to natural stress, anxiety, and sleep aids. 2020safe.net has what you need in stock today. Just click 2020safe.net. That's 2020safe.net to get our one liter bottle of high quality hand sanitizer with your bonus free 30 count bottle of immune booster. Remember to enter GCN at checkout and the bonus is yours free. Go now to 2020safe.net. Honorary Forest Ranger Betty White here, lending a hand to my dear friend Smokey Bear. Because for 75 years, he's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But there's a lot more to say. Like if you park your car on tall, dry grass, 
the hot exhaust pipe can start a wildfire. So be careful out there. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Attention homeowners that have ever had a broken appliance. (laughs) That's a joke, right? We've all had broken appliances. I own a home just like you and have found a way for as little as a dollar a day to have all the major appliances in my home on a warranty plan. They're guaranteed to be fixed or replaced. You know how expensive an air conditioner, the heating system, a washing machine, dryer, water heater, or refrigerator can be. For about a dollar a day, all your major appliances are protected in case they break. Unless you're uh, Daddy Warbucks or the Monopoly guy and you don't care about money, call my friends at the Home Service Club now and get a warranty on your major appliances. It's a free call and the first month is free. But be one of the first 25 people to call within the next 10 minutes. 800 825 6796. 800 I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you, too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Don Ecker does not need an echo chamber. He is his own echo chamber. Now, when... Our colleague Lou Sheehan had asked you to come on the show. He cited specifically an article called Spies, Lies, and Core Secret Factors. A look at the Eric Davis, Admiral Thomas Wilson material. Don Ecker, what pray tell was he talking about? Well, you know, on that social media spot that so many of us visit, some daily, some weekly, Some are sorry they ever visited it, a place called Facebook, some time ago, I guess about a year or so ago, roughly. I was up there on the Dark Matters radio spot. I check it usually every day. There were some people up there suddenly going after historian and ufologist Richard Dolan. Dolan is is uh, one of those guys that very seldom manages to antagonize anybody. He is somebody that has been in this for quite a while. He has uh, written several books on the UFO gestalt going back a number of years. And uh, I was curious. I was thinking, gee whiz, what, what the heck is going on here? So I put on my detective hat and I did a little research. It turns out that this was all in response to a YouTube video that Dolan was in where he discussed 
finding the smoking gun of the 21st century. Well, I was intrigued. He actually put two videos up. I found his second video first. I watched that where he was answering his critics. Then I immediately went hunting for the first video and I watched that. It had an extraordinary story in there. Well, basically, a number of people that anybody knowledgeable about the UFO field would have immediately identified were involved in another one of these almost conspiratorial situations that involved a number of people that all of us that have been around any length of time at all would have recognized. People like Dr. Edgar Mitchell, people like journalist Billy Cox, people like rogue journalist Gary Beckham, people like Eric Davis from uh, the former Bigelow NIDS organization, and a fellow by the name of Admiral Thomas Wilson. Now, I was familiar with all of these names, an absolutely five-star gold-plated place to go if you're thirsty in uh, finding out some in-depth information, especially involving spycraft. And I'm talking about the real spycraft. I'm talking about real intelligence officers. Beckham wrote a series of books, and several of the books uh, are titled Spies, Lies, and Polygraph Tape, To the Moon and Back with Love, Quantum Strangeness, and so forth. Beckham is a talented digger for the truth. Admiral Thomas Wilson, back in the 90s, was the director for the Defense Intelligence Agency. People like Dr. Hal Putoff, who incidentally has been involved with the To the Stars Academy, along with a number of other people, was figured prominently in uh, most of Beckham's work. People like Dr. Kit Green and some of the other usual suspects that have been involved with this, people like John Alexander. As I'm doing some research to try to get a grasp on all of this, I'll just give you the crib version. It looks like back in the 90s, Edgar Mitchell, Stephen Greer, and a couple other people were involved in a Pentagon meeting where, of course, the uh, subject of UFOs and possible recovered craft were up. Greer has a long history of being involved in these uh, situations, especially going public with what he claims to have discovered. At one point, even Stephen Greer said publicly, this is also back in the 90s, that he basically knew more about what was happening with the UFO subject than the President of the United States. I found that rather arrogant, to say the least. Be that as it may, you know, Greer is one of those people that have been around. So, 
As it turns out, the story goes like this. In the early 2000s, Dr. Eric Davis had a meeting with Admiral Thomas Wilson. They had a meeting in Las Vegas. Uh, I believe it was the parking lot of EG&G, that infamous spot where supposedly Bob Lazar got hired for his stint at S4, part of Area 51, the Nevada Test Range, that very place. And they met in a parked car. Apparently, Eric Davis took notes, more than likely, and I'm almost 100% positive, recorded the conversation, probably on a digital recorder. But Admiral Thomas Wilson is alleged to have said that in the Pentagon, while he's heading up the DIA, and incidentally, that's the military version of the CIA, he came across indications of a special access program. Now, a special access program is considered so national security sensitive that even acknowledging that the program might exist is illegal. You can get your butt tossed in jail. If you are in the military, that can mean everything from a loss of your current rank to, uh, you know, being cashiered out of the armed forces. An SAP is nothing to sneer at. But Wilson felt that his job as DIA chief, he should be read into all of these programs. He should know about it. As the story goes and what he is alleged to have told Davis, he did some more checking around. He discovered an aerospace located out here in California. More to come with Gene Don and Randall. You're in the Paracast. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Houseflies defecate every four to five minutes, spreading diseases and germs. Protect your food and your health with Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic, no batteries required, only $39.95. Use discount code GCN and get an extra 10% off your purchase at bugassault.com. Fire your fly swatter. Get your bug assault today. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com.
USA Radio News with Wendy King. President Trump said he was being sarcastic when he was talking about ingesting disinfectant to kill the coronavirus. Dr. Nozi Zike heads the Illinois Department of Public Health. There's been a significant increase in calls to the Illinois Poison Center compared to this same time last year associated with exposures to cleaning agents. Some recent examples include the use of a detergent solution for a sinus rinse and gargling with a bleach and mouthwash mixture in an attempt to kill coronavirus. The World Health Organization said there's still no evidence that coronavirus patients who have recovered won't catch the virus again. The agency issued this statement Friday after some governments suggested recovered COVID-19 patients could be issued an immunity passport to return to travel or have a free pass to return to work. This is USA Radio News. I'm here with Scott Uceum, founder of OMG Tax. Tell us how your company helps our listeners out there who have a problem with the IRS. My team of lawyers, enrolled agents, and licensed tax experts remove wage garnishments sometimes in the same day. We even have reduced the total debt some of our clients were required to pay through what is known as an offer in compromise. Can you give us an example of somebody you help? Oh, can I ever. We have taken a $500,000 liability with the IRS Guess what? The client didn't pay a dime through the representation known as non-collectible status with the government. If you owe the IRS more than $10,000 and you want to see if it's possible to pay a lot less, call OMG Tax right now for a free tax-saving consultation. Call 800-486-8112. 800-486-8112. 800-486-8112. That's 800-486-8112. Jacques Vallée, you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. As usual, when Don Ecker gets started, there's nobody stopping him, and we don't want you to stop him. Nobody stops him. Don, go ahead. So the story goes that there is a corporation, Aerospace Corporation, out here on the West Coast that actually has in its possession one possibly more of recovered extraterrestrial craft. In other words, a flying saucer or saucers. Now, Wilson contacted these people. And finally was able to get on the phone with one of the executives who told him to fly out and uh, they would talk to him. So he jumped on an airplane, flew out to the West Coast, went to this place, went in. They took him into a vault. Okay, and I'm talking about super, super secret where nobody, not even God Almighty himself, would have been privy to the conversation. And they basically told him, look, you do not have a need to know. You will not be read into the program and you best forget anything about this. 
and go back to Washington, D.C. Well, <laughs> I don't think either of you two guys were ever in the military, but that is not the way to talk to a flag-ranking officer. And Wilson is supposedly, he became incensed. And he flew back to Washington, D.C., and was prepared to go on a rampage. And somebody pulled him aside, if this story is true, and told him, look, do you like your rank, Admiral? Do you like your upcoming benefits when you retire? Do you like your position right now currently at the DIA? It's in your best interest to drop this. And that's, in essence, what apparently happened. Now, I would be remiss if I did not say that Wilson denies all of this. But, once again, a special access program is so national security sensitive that even acknowledging it exists is a severe violation. The bottom line is Wilson would have had absolutely no choice but to lie about this. How did this get out into the wild? That's the big question. Well, back in 2016, Dr. Edgar Mitchell, the sixth man to walk on the moon, the guy that conducted a very controversial side test going either to the moon or coming home from the moon, an ESP type test. Everybody probably will remember this was convinced that not only were UAP unidentified aerial phenomena was real, but that at least some of them were extraterrestrial or off planet. Now, he had been digging around for years and years. He was well known for going on talk shows like, for example, Coast to Coast with Art Bell back in the day and uh, talking about these things. Well, apparently, Mitchell received a copy of these notes. I don't know. It would have almost had to have come from Eric Davis. They knew each other. And they all knew each other's interest in this subject. Basically, when Mitchell died, later on, someone found a copy of these notes in his personal effects. These got sent out to a researcher in uh, Australia, who was the guy that originally came forward with them. And they were also secured by an attorney by the name of Michael Hall. I know Michael. But I got to tell you, Jane, from my time as a criminal investigator, when I was a detective, I looked at all of this, and uh, it rings very true to me. I think there, there is more substance to this story than there is smoke. So ultimately, I ended up, writing a paper. I talked to a lot of people. I talked to journalist Billy Cox, who, of course, is very well known for doing tremendous amounts of reporting on this UFO front and the associated criteria around it. I talked to uh, a number of other sources I have. One of them was a physicist 
who told me a very interesting story about a meeting he had at one point a number of years ago with uh, Hal Putoff. And Putoff told him that he was given material from a recovered UFO that uh, was tested at a facility down in Texas. There are a lot of people that apparently know a heck of a lot about this. And the bottom line is it, it's beyond the question of are they here? They are here and as far as I am concerned. Now, my big question is, okay, they're here, so now what? Now, one of the things that one of my sources told me, as we were talking about recovered UFOs and and the like, I said, look, here's the question I've always had. We're presuming that if any of these objects, these craft, are coming here from another star system, you imagine the technology that would have to be involved. My God, we we just recently barely managed to get one of our very primitive spacecraft supposedly flying out of our star system into actual interstellar space. And that thing's been flying up there in excess of 40 years. So what what the heck are we talking about? And uh, so how would something that technologically capable, how would they be crashing all the time? And then he said something to me that, caused me to pause. I was quite troubled by it. And it was basically this. He said, uh, look, he said, if there is even one group of extraterrestrials that have been coming by old good old planet Earth, he said, the chances are there are more than one group that have showed up. And who is to say that all of these guys Get along with each other. And I stopped and I said, what do you mean? He said, well, he said, what happens here on planet Earth every time we turn around? Somebody's getting involved in a shooting war. Well, why would outer space be any different? And and in essence, he was saying that he has heard tales that there are, in fact, factions that do not get along, that have been involved in, in shooting incidents in near-Earth space. And I got to tell you, I've been hearing stories like that going back almost 30 years. Let so, me just pause here. We're going to break in a moment, but I wanted to bring this up. Okay, so let's just summarize the scenario here. Obviously, we cannot expect that E.T. has any improvement in morality, being more advanced, being capable of interstellar travel, whatever. They don't necessarily have more advanced morality, maybe less so. Maybe they, because they compete with one another, occasionally stage shooting wars. On the other hand, what kind of damage would happen to us? I mean, if they can get here, wouldn't even... A quick shooting war take care of us? It means they don't really care about us, do they? We have Don Ecker of Dark Matters Radio. I'm Gene Steinberg, and he's J. Randall Murphy. Don, it's your turn. You're in the Paracast.
Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the protect. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional off-the-grid mobile survival bug outhouse that's well-equipped and custom-built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement, you bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family survival to survivalistcamps.com. Join me, George Norrie, in Indian Wells, California, May 29th to June 1st for the Contact in the Desert UFO Conference, an epic weekend of exploration into UFOs, ancient civilizations, crop circles, and so much more. Over 150 lectures, panels, workshops, and events with leading experts Paul Hellyer, Linda Moulton Howe, Nick Pope, Emery Smith, Stephen Greer, Russell Targ, Doc Wallach, Leslie Kane, and more. Get your tickets at contactinthedesert.com. It's time to make contact, contactinthedesert.com. If you have diabetes and you're on Medicare, Medicaid, or have private insurance, you may qualify for a new continuous glucose monitor. Managing your diabetes is crucial to your health. The new CGM can automatically and easily help you manage your diabetes more effectively. And by using a CGM, you can eliminate the one thing most people with diabetes dislike the most, finger sticks. Now you can automatically manage your diabetes and end the painful finger sticks. Solara Medical Supplies makes it simple for you to have a new CGM. We'll do all the insurance paperwork for you and deliver the newest in diabetic care technology right to your door. Take charge of your diabetes today with the help of a new continuous glucose monitor. Call now to learn more. 800-547-5331. 800-547-5331. That's 800-547-5331. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? 
I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. This is Leslie Kane, and I'm with the Coalition for Freedom of Information, and you are listening to the Paracast. Don Ecker, he talks about possibly different factions of E.T. being busy with what? Attacking each other? What's going on here? Well, there's absolutely no way to know, at least at the level that I'm at or you're at, when you're talking about items that large, that huge, is uh, a lot of fascinating stories and a lot of speculation. There's no way of knowing. Now, that one source that I talked about who is a scientific talent, has worked for various defense agencies in the United States government, knows just about anybody worth knowing. When this person told me this, it really caused me to step back and and think about it. And then I thought about all of the stories and the people that told me these stories going all the way back, literally, to the early days of UFO magazine. Uh, One guy that I first heard stories similar to this was a former citizen of the Soviet Union, a guy that emigrated out, came over here, has been a working journalist for years, a man by the name of Paul Stonehill. And uh, Paul, when he was a kid growing up in the old Soviet Union, uh, was one of those kids that was fascinated by this. He had met way back in the day, he had met a guy who was a pilot that flew in the Siberian hinterlands. And uh, that, incidentally, is a place where some very strange stories have come out of involving UFOs and even purported ETs. Uh, Let's face it. If there are extraterrestrials that have come here from somewhere else, uh, they're not packing up and going home every time they they uh, finish whatever it is they were doing. They would, by necessity, I would think, and even logistics, have to have facilities that they could go back to uh, and uh, rest up or do whatever it is they're doing. Now, I happen to think that those facilities would include things like under 
ocean facilities in some very, very deep spots, places that would be virtually impossible to get to with our current technology, places in the vast hinterlands of of somewhere like Siberia and other far away, hard to reach places like that. Places like the moon, the far side of the moon, even Mars. And there have been some strange stories that have occurred over the years involving not only the moon, but Mars, that would suggest that perhaps there is an ongoing working facility in both places. So, uh, if you had the technology, getting from here to the moon would not be a problem at all. It would probably be like you and I jumping in our car and driving down to the grocery store or uh, going to Mars. Same difference. So uh, then what what the heck is it? What are we dealing with? How long have they been here? Why? What is it they want, if anything? And, uh, I mean, you're left with with a gazillion questions and, unfortunately, very few answers. Well, this core story, and it, you might need to help me along here a bit because the way that this is being approached is all is quite new to me. I, I mean, I've heard a lot of these things but never pieced it together into this thing that they're calling the core story. And the best that I can figure is that according to this author, Gary Beckham's version, the core story is that according to Kit Green, sometime during 1983, he and Hal Putoff and Jacques Vallee came to an informal agreement on the central truth of the UFO phenomena. And that what we're talking about now is the sort of evidence that they use to build that story, which is that the government knows about alien visitation and are deeply involved in it militarily. Is that about right? Yes. Yes, okay. it is. Okay. Thanks. Now, Eric Davis, apparently he is still alive. He's around yes. 52. And uh, did you get a chance to interview him at all? Because according to this, he did an interview. He with went persona. Wilson. He went persona non grata. Oh. Uh, one of the last people that he would ever talk to would be me. Okay. Randall, I've been around a long time. I've got a reputation, quite frankly, as a no BS kind of guy. I am not afraid to ask the uncomfortable questions. I've done it a gazillion times in the past. And uh, people like that go out of their way to avoid me. Now, if I were George Norrie, okay, and I wanted to talk to Eric Davis about how many angels can dance on the head of a pen, <laughs> he'd probably jump right on the phone with me. But the kind of questions I, they, they know my background. They know that, that, you know, my military background, they know my police background. And, uh, they're going to have zero to do with me. Well, you know, this is one of the reasons we like you here, though. But just to clear up any misconceptions there, I mean, I, I don't think that you have a really negative opinion of George Norrie himself as a person, right? Oh, no, no, absolutely not. No, I just think he he couldn't interview his way out of a whorehouse. 
Um, okay, okay. So, he does not have a negative opinion of George Norrie, just of his skills. Look, you get somebody, you get somebody like uh, like Eric Davis on the radio. They don't do a lot of radio. I mean, he was involved for years with Bigelow. Have you ever tried to interview Robert Bigelow? I have. Ha! Guess what? Never happened in a thousand years. I've tried to interview Ann Jacobson, Annie Jacobson, okay, on several of her books. She wouldn't even get back to me. Now, my name is very damned well known, all right? And they know that I'm going to give them a fair but a hard interview. That's what I do. And uh, and they, they just won't do it. Joe Nickel at one point. Uh, the noted skeptic called me the bulldog of uh, of ufology when it comes to you know advocates trying to get to the truth of the matter, and I've I've uh, uh, Jim Oberg for God's sake, I've tried to get Oberg on my show for years specifically to talk about a story I broke back in '92 on STS 48. I debated Oberg on Larry King Live. Oberg wouldn't even deem to talk to me. And I, you know, I did everything but, but you know, kiss him on both cheeks. Now, I know. Uh, stop, stop, stop. We don't want to use the both cheeks word. Seriously, you raise a point here, Don. It's a very valid one. And I think it's true that a lot of people out there, people who are potential interviewees, don't want anyone to ask more than softball questions. We'll have a Bob Bigelow will go on 60 Minutes, which supposedly asks probing questions, but in the real world, they do not. The reason those shows won't do it is because they won't get the guests, and they have to have somebody there. They have to have several guests every week to have a show. And this is true, of course, about TV news in general, cable news, whatever, sometimes you will have interviewers who will pick out a victim and yell and scream at them. That's not a probing interview. That's just being a jerk. Or they will ask very softball questions, let them talk without interruption because they are afraid of losing their access. So I understand very well what you're saying here. A lot of people will not want to be interviewed by anybody who will ask a probing question. And certainly we here at the PowerCast sometimes have a reputation. And there are people who won't go on the show. Not because we're going to be unfair. And I know you, Don Ecker, are not going to be unfair. You're just going to try to ask honest questions and expect real interviews. Not go on there like certain people on cable TV and scream at people. Not because it has a value in discerning facts, but because they get ratings or they think they get ratings. So I understand why a Bob Bigelow doesn't want to come on or an Andy Jacobson doesn't want to come on. And that, of course, doesn't make me feel too confident about either. They don't want anybody to ask a question they choose not to answer. Now, of course, George Knapp has a relationship with Bob Bigelow so he can get on the show and he can ask him questions and be okay. But you get my point. We've got more to come with Gene Randall and Don Ecker. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. 
A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. We have all seen and perhaps used the alcohol-based hand sanitizers. Have you ever noticed how it dries your skin and as soon as the alcohol evaporates, it's no longer effective? With bacteria and virus problems, sanitizers and hand washing are the first line of defense against infectious disease. GCNteam.com has alcohol-free antibacterial soap and foam meeting or exceeding all requirements as set forth by the United States Food and Drug Administration as a first aid antiseptic. When it comes to sanitizers, it only makes sense that it lasts till the next application and doesn't dry and crack your skin, inviting infection. For long-lasting alcohol-free sanitizing, come to GCNteam.com keyword antibacterial. That's GCNteam.com, antibacterial, or call 877-878-4203. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now... Here's Gene Steinberg. So, Don Ecker, you know what I'm talking about here, about people you might want to interview who do not want to be asked anything but the questions they want you to ask. Right. Well, did you actually try to get Eric Davis and he declined or what happened? He went underground. He went underground when this story broke. Okay. When Dolan came out with the story and uh, people like Michael Hall got involved in that researcher in Australia. And I started my digging and went into it. Yeah. Hell yeah. I tried. As a matter of fact, I went through some of my scientific contacts to get to Davis and it just wasn't going to happen. I, I perfectly well understand why. It wasn't going to happen because I kind of hesitate to say this, but hell, I'm going to say it. My reputation preceded me. That can be a double-edged sword. That can be good, and that can be very bad. Uh, I'll give you an example. Back in the 90s, during the five and a half years of my very first radio show, which I did on CRN. It was titled uh, UFOs Tonight. Basically, I'm, I'm not doing anything different today than I did then. I asked some, some very probing questions, and I expected honest answers. Usually I got them, not always. But a situation broke with one of the 
Illuminary Lights in the UFO Field, Dr. Bruce Maccabee. Okay, wait a minute. That's interesting because we have been in touch with Maccabee a few times in the Paracast, and he seemed okay, kind of a stiff guest, but certainly seemed okay. So where was the line of demarcation? I had known Maccabee since my first tentative tippy-toe steps into this field. Okay. Now, Maccabee was a strange duck for a lot of reasons, not the least of which, at the time, he was working for the USG, the United States government, as a naval optical physicist. But he was also a very well-known UFO investigator. He was the only guy, the only guy that could work for the U.S. government and still be involved in UFOs publicly. Everybody else that did it, including people like Don Berliner, got their tushies kicked by the government. That was a no-go zone for everybody else, but Maccabee seemingly could get away with it. When I was in the military, okay, during the Vietnam War, and I was in Vietnam, I was involved with intelligence operations, intelligence gathering operations, all types of things, okay, out in the bush and back at base camp, etc. To this day, and it's been almost 50 years ago, I still am not legally allowed to talk about it. So. I have an idea how this stuff works, and I was curious. And then, of course, compound my background in the armed forces with my police background, and I started to put two and two together. Maccabee got busted. Uh, There was a tremendous expose written by a former UFO guy, now since deceased, by the name of Todd Zeckel. Do you remember that, Gene? Oh, yeah. We were in touch rather frequently with Todd Zeckel in the early, early days. Yes. Yeah. Well, Zeckel basically busted Maccabee's intelligence connections. It turns out that Bruce was going over to the CIA in Langley weekly to have lunch and, quote, unquote, informal chit-chats with some of the boys over there, okay? You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out that dog ain't gonna hunt, okay? So, I called up Maccabee, and I brought him on the show. This is back in the 90s, and I asked Bruce point blank, and he fumbled around, but finally he admitted it. Now, okay, that's cool. That's cool. So, years later, this is after the STS-48 document came out, I started thinking about this again. Now, let me tell you a little story about what happened. The STS-48 video was a direct feed from NASA that went down to a cable television station in Dundalk, Maryland, There was a guy down there by the name of Don Rash that I knew, okay, he was a a very interested UFO guy. They recorded every NASA mission that was sending back live feeds from space, 
down there. They, they captured everyone they could capture. And one day at UFO magazine, I get a call from Don and he said, Hey, you ain't going to believe what I got. (laughs) I said, well, okay. What do you got, Don? He said, my God. And he goes on to tell me about this shuttle encounter with a bogey. Okay. Above Australia, New Zealand. And I said, Oh my God, send that to me. He said, Oh, I've already got it packaged up. So you got to read between the lines, guys. You got to read between the lines. He ships me this video. And the day I receive it, I get a phone call. And who is it? Bruce Maccabee. Maccabee calls me and he said, Hey, uh, Don, uh, I'm out here in California at a scientific conference. And, uh, you know, I'm out here. Hell, I thought I'd just give you and Vicky a call. If you uh, are up for it, I thought I'd drop over, have a cup of coffee, and blah, blah, blah. So I said, Well, sure. The day I received the video. Now, looking back on it, Going into my knowledge of how military intelligence operates, going into my knowledge base of how a criminal investigation is conducted and what techniques and tools are used, it suddenly became very clear to me. Somebody was keeping an eye on me and Vicky and UFO magazine. Somebody was watching us. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, always somebody watching, I think, uh, is what they said to Fox Mulder. Yeah, well, so I had called up a couple of people, friends of mine, you know, that were involved in the UFO thing. And I said, hey, I got this video. Uh, Do you want to come over tonight? We'll have coffee and, you know, maybe some cake or whatever, and we'll watch this. So Maccabee shows up, goes into my living room, sits down like a sphinx. Barely get a word out of them. My buddies show up. Vicky and I are sitting there. I pop this thing in and turn it on. And you guys are both familiar with the STS-48 video, I'm sure. We were seeing this for the first time going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do you see that? Maccabee never twitched. Never said a word. And there was a reason he didn't. And I didn't know about this until later. So, I call up a producer I knew at Hard Copy. I called up a producer I knew at Larry King Live and some other people. I want to get this thing out there in the field. Well, so I talked to my buddy Don Ranch, and he proceeds to tell me one hell of a story. He said, Look, He said, here's the bottom line. He said, you know, I told Vince, DiPietro, I told Vince about this when I got it. And he came over and he looked at it and he turned white and he got in touch with Bruce Maccabee. Maccabee saw it. Now we're going to hear more about Bruce Maccabee. What's going on here? Don Ecker, Gene Randall, you're in the Paracast.
Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Oh, so you're wearing a mask every day now? Where are you getting them? The same website where I get my neck and body wraps, sunnybay.com. And they're handmade. Really? Just like their wraps in the USA. Oh, and good quality? Oh, very good. These are disposable face masks. And good price? That's the best part. I get a 10-pack for only $6. Wow. Yes, as a public service, we're now sourcing disposable face masks with level 1 protection at sunnybay.com. Get a 10-pack of high-quality, more breathable face masks, only $6. Our face masks are hypoallergenic latex-free, and made for stress-free all-day wearing. Or choose our N95 respirator masks, two-pack for only $6. Supplies are limited, so place your order at sunny-bay.com, a Biomed DB design company right here in the USA. Go to sunny-bay.com and purchase your disposable face masks online. Ten masks for only $6. Just click sunny-bay.com. That's sunny-bay.com. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you. People seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com. And use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. 
Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Now, there is Reveal. Beverly Hills celebrity dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman took nearly a decade to develop Reveal from natural botanicals to return to a full-body head of hair. Reveal for men and women with a 30-day money-back guarantee at GCNLife.com or toll-free 844-443-6637. 844-443-6637. Reveal at GCNLife.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Okay, what's up with Bruce Maccabee? This is some interesting information. Those of you who have heard him on the Paracast probably have not heard about this. Don Ecker, go ahead, please. So, Vince DiPietro and Bruce McAbee both watched this video, and they became convinced that there was a shooting war going on in space, close to Earth. So, they contacted, McAbee contacted the director of the Science Committee for Congress, I forget now who the guy was. It's in my notes somewhere. But they went over to Jersey, dragging this thing along. The guy was from New Jersey, dragging this tape along and showed it to him. And they were trying to get secret congressional members involved in this. Then DiPietro went totally one gazillion percent paranoid. Vince became convinced he stumbled over something and stuck his foot in his mouth to the point where he genuinely was fearful of being assassinated. Now, as far as Maccabee goes, I know nothing about what Maccabee's uh, business was, but they got to DiPietro. Now, I go on Larry King. The producer I knew was a guy by the name of Tom Farmer. When I called him up and I told him about this video, he asked me to go down to CNN in L.A. and take that down and send him back, have them send him back some excerpts from this. So I did. And he looked at this and he said, oh, my God. He said, that's unbelievable. I said, yeah, I know. That's why I called you up, Tom. He said, well, he said, uh, I want to have you come on, Larry King. But, you know, we always have to get a guy from the other side. So who do you recommend? And I said, well, the always the go-to guy is Phil Class. But Class, when they contacted him, refused to go on. And that in itself was interesting. So then he got back to me and said, well, Phil doesn't want to do it. Do you know anybody else? And I said, yeah, yeah, Jim Oberg down in Houston. He's a NASA contract scientist. So they called up Oberg. He agreed to come on. Well, we get down to the studios. They get me all prepped up to go in and and, uh, be interviewed. I'm sitting down. The guy's hooking up the mic to me. We start the show with Larry King, and they show an excerpt from this video. And the first thing I am going to do is I am going to question Oberg 
because I knew Oberg's background. Oberg was a NASA contract scientist for sure, rocket guy. But he also, in the Air Force, was a nuclear weapons officer, which meant that he had to have a top security clearance with a crypto access, which incidentally is what I had when I was in the Army. I'm going to ask Oberg, because I I already knew the answer, but I was going to ask Oberg if he was there under any security restrictions. And that's exactly what I did. And immediately, instead of answering me, he attacks me. He said, well, at least I'm not coming on here to sell magazines. Well, why the hell not? I mean, I publish a magazine. You bet I'd love to sell some magazines, but that's not what I'm saying. And then King got involved. This was a show that went around the world. Now, I, I, I got to say, even now that I ate Oberg's lunch that night, he did not come off looking well. Larry King's show was international in scope. Larry King Live went around the globe. On CNN, granted, but it went around the globe. So when he opened up the phone lines, which he did almost every show, you would get calls in from literally all across the globe. He took two calls that night. Two. And guess what? They were both NASA guys. And one of them was Vince DiPietro, the very guy that was afraid that he was going to be assassinated for bringing a spotlight on this. Now, I got to ask you, if you were going to Vegas playing the million-dollar machine, the slot, what were your chances of hitting the jackpot? And both these guys that night that called in, O.H. Bond was one. The other was Vince DiPietro, were both NASA contractors, and they both tried to diss this particular video. DiPietro, I put him on the spot. He was trying to say, well, you know, uh, I, I've rethought this whole thing, and, and I think they were ice crystals. And I demolished him. But I had the whole video. After the sequence with STS-48, one of the scenes that you didn't see on TV was a disc-shaped object, a craft with a dome on it flying past the shuttle. So I asked DiPietro, I said, well, Vince, and I mentioned where this thing was in the video. I said, did you see that? Uh, Yeah. Did that look like ice or crystals to you? Uh, well, uh, it looked like, uh, I don't know what it was. Well, right there. Okay, that did it. So I was sure would cause news media from all over the damn country to call us up at the magazine. We never got one call. A few days after this, though, we had a source in Washington, D.C., who was a defense reporter. Very well known, using his real name. He had written several articles for us under a pseudonym. And he called me up and he said, Don, he said, what's been uh, the fallout since your appearance on Larry King Live? And I said, well, to tell you the truth, we haven't had any. Nobody's gotten back to us about that story. 
And he said, well, just had a couple of things I wanted to tell you. Number one, you, my friend, managed to piss off everybody at the Pentagon. (laughs) I said, I did? Oh, yeah, you did. And do you know what else? No. They've encrypted that live feed from outer space. And from this time forward, and remember, this was back in 92, you will never see a live feed from outer space again that has not been vetted and time-coded or uh, something else. So at any rate, I'm the reason why you can't get a live feed from outer space anymore. Now, I guess it's loosened up a little bit with the ISS because often you'll be looking at the feed from the ISS and then something weird will fly by and NASA loses the signal. I'm sure you guys are both aware of that, but uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's what's happening in outer space. More about outer space. What's going on there? With Gene, Randall, and Dawn, you're in the Paracast. for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Houseflies defecate every four to five minutes, spreading diseases and germs. Protect your food and your health with Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic, no batteries required, only $39.95. Use discount code GCN and get an extra 10% off your purchase at bugassault.com. Fire your fly swatter. Get your bug assault today. This is George Dory from Coast to Coast AM and History Channel's Ancient Aliens. We support the amazing energy, nutrition, and skincare products from Jeunesse. Jeunesse products are designed by leading doctors in their field with natural ingredients and even stem cell technology. These products help your body perform and look better. Shop Jeunesse at GCNLife.com or call 1-844-443-6637. GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. USA Radio News with Wendy King. More than 52,000 Americans have now died from COVID-19. Many officials believe the worst is yet to come, but some states are now beginning to ease restrictions. Texas Governor Greg Abbott. We are working on strategies that I will announce on Monday about the extent to which Texas can begin to open business, and we're doing so based upon the advice of the four medical doctors that we have working on this project. A federal judge has ruled the government has violated protections for migrant children during the pandemic. Lori Levinson of Loyola Law School. It's a really dire situation by the migrants that led to this ruling. Not only do you have them full of kids who don't have their parents with them, but you have the spread of the COVID virus throughout the facilities. So there's really no way to wait until later, given the dire situation. It's a ticking time bomb. This is USA Radio News. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. And the IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. 
You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how did it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. (laughs) I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes, take Jake's advice. Give Federal Tax Management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the Federal Tax Management hotline now 800 503 8625 hi it's Grant Cameron from the gold standard of paranormal radio. What's going on in space? Except for all those little thousands of communication satellites that Elon Musk is sending in low Earth orbit that's causing all sorts of havoc. <laughs> Randall, you had a question. Yeah, Don, I, I imagine you probably, when you were doing your research on this core story, piece ran across the Wilson papers. That, of course, is the interview between uh, Rear Admiral Ray Wilson and Eric Davis. And in there, uh, it's Thomas Randall, Thomas Wilson, Thomas Ray Wilson. Yeah. Rear Admiral. Uh, the R is, his, R is his middle name. So in there, he says, if you blow my trust, I'll deny meeting you, deny everything said, won't meet with any more people without clearances to talk about this subject. Too risky because of security violations just by mentioning it. Well, I'm curious why he would even bother meeting with this Davis guy then. Like, why would this admiral meet with Davis? All right. He had some cachet. He had been involved with Robert Bigelow, Bigelow Aerospace. Uh, the guy had been involved in the past in other government projects. Look, it's the old boys network. He knew so-and-so who knew so-and-so who knew Wilson. Hey, who's this Eric Davis? Oh, Tom, he's all right. He did this and he did that. And, you know, he just wants to talk to you a little bit about what happened. So I, I can perfectly well see him agreeing to meet with davis now what he didn't if i'm reading this correctly what he didn't take into account was the fact that eric davis was going to pass on these notes to edgar mitchell who as everybody knows was going balls to the wall for this ufo behind the scenes business hey all these guys I mean, my God, Edgar Mitchell walked on the moon, for God's sake. Okay, he was a lunar astronaut, an Apollo astronaut. He was involved in psi research. You know, he came back, he opened up a a think tank going into uh, peaceful pursuit of space, psi, uh, ESP studies, all this kind of stuff. So he had cachet. Well, Davis apparently passed on his notes to Mitchell. Now, what Mitchell ultimately intended to do with them, I have no idea. But Edgar Mitchell passes on. And then later, going through his personal effects, 
out pop these documents, and suddenly the cat is out of the bag. So I, I don't know if that answers your question, but it does for me. It just does seem rather odd that if it's such a an, an important thing not to disclose to anybody that he would be having any kind of conversation with somebody in the media, even off the record, you know, let alone to have somebody taking notes about it for, as a civilian. It just seems highly irregular. And, and I think there's some suggestion that maybe this is some kind of a disinformation ploy. Or do you really think that there, it's genuine? What's your take on it? I feel in my gut, I feel it's legitimate. Now, have I ever been fooled? You bet. You bet I have. But if I get real close to the to the topic here, no. I, I think this pretty much read out the way I wrote it, I think. But, hey, ultimately, will we ever know for sure? And the answer there, at least now, as far as I'm concerned, is no. Although you do have some idea of, of how the chain of command works within the system down there. And I think it's reasonable, if you believe that alien visitation is a reality, which a lot of us do, and I unashamedly admit to myself, there has got to be some sort of a system of reporting where people analyze it that matter, you would think. I mean, it can't just go into some box on a shelf that nobody ever looks at, or, or can it? Sure it can. You bet. You know, an SAP special access program is so ultra top secret that not even knowing what's in it, even acknowledging that the program is there, is a huge uh, security violation. What's the point of even doing it then? Well, <laughs> you know, I mean, if nobody can use it, what's the point? Well, if it's you're read into it, if you're read into the program and they have a Bible, okay, this was one of the things that came out about this uh, Wilson trip to the West Coast, to this aerospace security vault where he was basically told to take his toys and go home. You're not going to play here. They had a Bible. Now, when I say a Bible, what am I talking about? Am I talking about the Judeo-Christian, you know, holy book? No. I'm talking about a list of people that had access to the program. What was the program? Well, allegedly, the program was work on a recovered bit of extraterrestrial technology, a craft, a saucer, whatever, okay, that they have it. Now, going back to Jimmy Carter, the days of President Jimmy Carter, okay, Carter began a process where people researching things could file requests to get documents and what have you released, all right? Um, and this this has been used for years, and it's steadily over the years been tightened up further and further and further. But when you have something like that, that is a potential security violation. And this is primarily aimed 
at governmental institutions, the military, the CIA, the NSA, the DIA, etc. But it's not worth a tinker's damn with civilian corporations and people under government contract. Now, I'm just going to pull a name out of the ether, okay? This has no significance, and I'm not saying that this is the outfit that Wilson went to. But let's, for the sake of this argument, say Lockheed was the place where this craft was, okay? Lockheed is the place that had the skunk works. These were the guys that did the U-2. These were the guys that did the SR-71. These were the guys that came out with the stealth airplanes. Let's say it was them. I don't know if it's them or somebody else, but let's just say it was them. You could file Freedom of Information Act requests from now until the second coming of Jesus Christ. They don't have to respond to a thing. Why? Because they're civilian. They would tell you to take your Freedom of Act, your Freedom of Information Act request and stick it in a place where the sun does not shine. And that's the secret about all of this. Who has actual control, if there are any to actually be controlled, of extraterrestrial recovered technology? It's not the military. It's not the CIA or the NSA. If it's anybody, it's in private industry. you got a tight seal. We can also speculate about that continuing in our next segment. Something we've kind of said here on the PowerCast, too, that if there is any secret to be held about alien technology or about UFOs, it would be follow the private industry. I mean, it's hard enough to just get Freedom of Information Act requests fully processed in the government, and now is worse than ever. Imagine private industry doesn't happen. It's private. And one more thing. The one, the only Don Ecker will be back totally uncensored on this weekend's edition of After the Paracast, a part of the Paracast Plus. For more information on signing up to the Paracast Plus, check out theparacast.plus. We've got more to come with Gene Randall and Don. You're in the Paracast. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive PowerCast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items and entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the PowerCast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a PowerCast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.thepowercast.com, store.thepowercast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children. Stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the PowerCast. 
You go to store.theparacast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Now, there is Reveal. Beverly Hills celebrity dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman took nearly a decade to develop Reveal from natural botanicals to return to a full-body head of hair. Reveal for men and women with a 30-day money-back guarantee at GCNLife.com or toll-free 844-443-6637. 844-443-6637. Reveal at GCNLife.com. Cancer categorizes over 100 diseases. Though we do not diagnose, treat, or cure cancer, GCN team is offering the Clemson University study where there was up to a 95% reduction in cancerous cells when exposed to a plant-derived mineral supplement. If you or a loved one are searching for answers to this horrifying disease, come to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. We'll email you a copy for free. That's 877-878-4203. Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Now, there is Reveal. Beverly Hills celebrity dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman took nearly a decade to develop Reveal from natural botanicals to return to a full-body head of hair. Reveal for men and women with a 30-day money-back guarantee at GCNLife.com or toll-free 844-443-6637. 844-443-6637. Reveal at GCNLife.com. Join me, George Norrie, in Indian Wells, California, May 29th to June 1st for the Contact in the Desert UFO Conference, an epic weekend of exploration into UFOs. Bags under the eyes, crow's feet, fine lines and wrinkles are things adults complain about as they age. Now, there's Instantly Ageless. It works in minutes and is great for men and women. Here's Dr. Sonia Bacha on The Doctors. So this is a product we're going to see if it works. It's called Instantly Ageless. And the idea is that it works very quickly. Is you just need a very small amount. And then you apply it to areas where you might be a little bit puffy. I have just looked at what's in this product. And one of them is something called Argyroline, which is sort of a darling in Germany right now, it's a peptide or a protein that actually relaxes the muscle. It's also called Botox in a bottle. The other active ingredient in this is silicates, which are almost act like a clay. They're minerals, and they're making the skin sort of tighter. It's actually increasing the surface tension on the skin to push that herniated fat pad back. Try Instantly Ageless today at GCNLife.com. That's GCNLife.com. 30-day money-back guarantee and preferred price discount at GCNLife.com. Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, simulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. 
So, of course, you being a former policeman, Don Ecker, it's in private industry. How do you get the information then? You don't. That's the secret. You don't receive it. You don't get it unless somebody breaks, so to speak, the thin blue line and comes forward for whatever reason. But if it's in private industry, it's locked up and you'll get nothing. And, of course, there have been many, 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 many Hollywood action movies where guys like that will hire the button men to go whack the nosy reporter. I, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and there's okay. always that there's always that fear, okay? Also, this brings up a sort of a sidecar issue, that the issue of black money, because one would think, well, okay, it's one thing to do a Freedom of Information Act request on a private corporation, but if they're working for the government, the government does do they not have to disclose at least who they're hiring hey, so that the you government, can find out? The government, no matter who you are, and Thomas Wilson, Admiral Thomas Wilson, found that out if this story is true. Yeah, he was head of the DIA, yeah, Defense Investigative uh, Agency, DIA. He was the guy in charge of that. He's dealing with all kinds of national security secrets. But he wanted to find out what the real story was on this UFO business. And they told him to go peddle your papers somewhere else, even though they had to get this material from the government. But once again, and let me reiterate, this is or would be an SAP program. You cannot even acknowledge that there is such a program. Even if you were asked the question and you said no comment, they got you by the short hairs because you basically acknowledged their question. The only thing you can do is say, I have absolutely no knowledge of this. If it's true or not, I don't know. And that's apparently what Wilson did, because he got between that proverbial rock and a hard place. I wonder how much of the budget is this black money, because doesn't the government have to be held accountable to the citizens for the taxes that they pay and where the money goes somehow at some point? Do Do you really think a toilet toilet seat costs $12,000? Okay, so this is or what a hammer. About. A hammer costs, you know, five grand. Do you really think that that those are actual figures that the government paid? That's how they hide the black money. So we got some creative accounting going on. Of course we do. So what is reasonable to believe with this core story? Then I mean, how how far are you willing to go with it? Like I could see that they have, they could have. It's conceivable that they could have some sort of. Uh, debris from a crashed or shot down alien craft that that doesn't seem like an impossibility to me uh there's a lot of people though that would say oh no it's all nonsense uh is it there's got to be some room for something in between there what do you think well i would have never believed my ears until i actually heard and watched 
Harry Reid back in December of 2017, acknowledging a secret study program that he helped finance to the tune of $22 million, which, hey, $22 million is not even pocket change to those guys, but investigating unidentified aerial phenomena. Now, you can change the acronyms. You can change the letters. Uh, We called them flying saucers. The Air Force called them UFOs. We began to call them UFOs. Then other things got got tacked onto it instead. Unidentified uh, aerial phenomena, etc. It's it you know the the story changed, but but the basic core of it stayed the same. So they've been around a long time. We have enough cases that we know beyond any doubt that there is something very real to this. Very real. We've had these objects overfly American nuclear uh, weapons sites. They've interfered with nuclear weapons. They've overflown Russian nuclear weapons sites. They've interfered with Russian nuclear weapons. We've had jet chases that we know beyond any doubt. We've had weapons firing at these things. They're around. Now, the big question is, okay, they're around. What are they? Well, that's the big question. Are they ET or are they something else? And then you get thrown something like the Skinwalker Ranch. And that's not the only place, but there there are other places with similar uh, occurrences. But Skinwalker is probably the most famous of all of them. Now, when and I'm not, you know, I'm not necessarily changing horses in midstream by talking about Skinwalker. But I've known George Knapp for over 30 years, okay? When Knapp and Colin Kellner wrote their book on the Skinwalker Ranch, my wife Vicky and I went over to Vegas and met with him, had dinner with him, had drinks, interviewed him, and basically did a review on his book. And I did everything I could do to convince Knapp to intercede with Bigelow for, for me to go out to that ranch. And Bigelow turned it down. In hindsight, you know what? I'm really happy he did. Because over the years, I've done some research on that. I've talked to a heck of a lot of people. I've gotten some absolutely bizarre stories back on that. And the big question is, once again, what are we dealing with? Are we dealing with extraterrestrial? Are we dealing with something interdimensional are we dealing with something like indigenous people magic i don't know but i do know that it's serious it's real as a matter of fact i'm right now i'm working on something involved with one of the people that was out at that area uh, that was out in Utah at that ranch, and I'm trying to get it firmed up. But this person apparently was dosed with a very heavy 
dose of radiation to the point where it was uh, detrimental to this person's health. And there's some very weird stuff going on out there. So the bottom line is, once again, we are stuck with so many questions and so few answers. It's, it's almost maddening. Well, there's a real overlap with a lot of this stuff. I mean, there's people that say, well, that it's probably some sort of a psyops grounds, like a training grounds or an area of operations where they they go out and they they use some of this high tech stuff that they've got to, whether it's maybe active camouflage or you know the, the holograms art, or something. The art you know, Randall of denial is amazing to deny something because it interferes with your world view. I saw this for years with people like Oberg. I saw it for years, especially with people like Phil Klass and other skeptics. Are you familiar with the indigenous people's reaction when the Spaniards first hit South America and Central America and the Spanish conquistadors came ashore? You know what the indigenous peoples did? This was so far out of their worldview that even though the Spanish ships were sitting offshore at anchor, those people claimed they could not see the ships. <laughs> yeah, no, I simply don't believe that, and but knowing the way that optics and the eye works. But, but one thing that I do believe is that Alien visitation is real. I, I, if we get talking to John Alexander, he can talk to you for a long time about psyops and how these use native mythology in order to in their operations. I can see how it could be possible. But something I'd like to review here, and, and maybe you've already done this too many times. Let's review it in our next segment. Something that Randall needs to review. Let's review this. More to come with Gene Randall and Don. You're in the, the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. 
I'm here with Scott Uceum, founder of OMG Tax. Tell us how your company helps our listeners out there who have a problem with the IRS. My team of lawyers, enrolled agents, and licensed tax experts remove wage garnishments sometimes in the same day. We even have reduced the total debt some of our clients were required to pay through what is known as an offer in compromise. Can you give us an example of somebody you help? Oh, can I ever. We have taken a $500,000 liability with the IRS Guess what? The client didn't pay a dime through the representation known as non-collectible status with the government. If you owe the IRS more than $10,000 and you want to see if it's possible to pay a lot less, call OMG Tax right now for a free tax-saving consultation. Call 800-486-8112. 800-486-8112. 800-486-8112. That's 800-486-8112. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Four more segments with our old friend Don Ecker. And you see, he is vintage Don Ecker, which means it's great. Randall, you had a question. Oh, yeah. It's just that we know, and it, and it's good to hear you just say, yeah, I'm a believer. I know they're here. Uh, I think that the word belief has gotten kind of a bad rap in the number of years. But uh, apparently back in 1966, you, along with several other people, had a UFO sighting. And if you wouldn't mind just briefly going over that for our listeners again, who maybe haven't heard it. Sure. Before I I talk about 1966, I got to go back to 1964. Uh, I believe the best of my memory, it was in uh, late spring. Okay. My dad, mom, and my little sister and I was a Friday. uh, And the reason I can specify a Friday evening is because we were going to the drive-in movies, okay? Now, back in in those days, (laughs) long before the internet, long before computers and so forth, okay, one way to go to the movies, they used to have drive-in theaters where they had a gigantic screen. You would go in, it was like a huge parking lot. Each place where you would park a car, they had a speaker that you could detach and stick on your car window and roll the window up and then watch the movie and hear the story well we were getting ready to go to that and it was still light and it was late afternoon my my father was in the living room reading a paper and suddenly he did something that quite frankly surprised me he yelled don don come here and i went into the living room and he handed me the newspaper and he showed me this story and it was the lonnie zamora UFO sighting in uh, New Mexico. Mexico. I got to tell you, I read it. And hey, back in those days, you know, I was into uh, books by Frank Edwards and so on and so forth. I, I loved those stories, especially the UFO stories. Now, in 1966, I was in high school in December in where I'm from, Pennsylvania, Western PA. December was when 
the state opened deer season, okay, for hunters. Now, everybody in my area hunted. Uh, the first day of deer season, well, most businesses and the schools, believe it or not, even gave the day off to everybody because they knew so many people would be out hunting. Now, I went out with three of my buddies. We were at a place called the Horseshoe Curve, uh, which was several miles behind where my parents had their home. And it was a very famous area, at least in that part of the country, because it was an engineering marvel that had been built actually before the Civil War. It was actually a horseshoe-shaped mountain where they laid train tracks through. Now, incidentally, during the Civil War, a lot of train traffic went both through and from. Okay, it was a gateway going west using the trains. Uh, we would ship stuff all the way out to places like Chicago. They would ship stuff back in. Uh, they began using trains to ferry troops, Union troops, all types of things like that. So, I mean, this back east was was a very well-known spot. Now, it was also uh, heavily forested. In that area was actually part of the what was known as the Contanning Warpath that the Native Americans in that part of the country used even before the Revolutionary War. It was a very heavily trafficked area during the French-Indian War in the seven, late 1750s. So, I mean, there was a heck of a lot of history there. But that was where my, my three buddies and I were hunting. Now, that afternoon, it was somewhere around 4 o'clock in December. Of course, it's getting dark. We didn't have any luck. We were coming down to get to our cars and go home. And as we're walking down the hill, one of my buddies, who was, I think, behind me, suddenly yelled. I stopped, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, that dummy saw a deer, and he's probably scared it off. And I turned around, and he was looking up at the sky. So I stopped, and I looked up, and there were four brilliant lights in a diamond formation flying along. And I'm going to guess because I don't know, but I don't think it was much above 12 or maybe 15,000 feet in the air. They're just leisurely flying by. And as they overflew us, the light in the rear suddenly shot straight up in the sky like a like a rocket taken off, and now the other three lights are in a V formation. Suddenly, they hit a burst of speed, and they were gone in a flash. Well, I got to tell you, man, we were blown away by what we just saw, and I couldn't wait to get home to tell my, my uh, parents about it. And I was sure that, you know, somebody else would have seen that and would have uh, reported it to the local newspaper. I was not aware until years later when I was doing some historical retrospectives about that part of the country of the enormous number of sightings 
of UFOs that encompass not only Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Ohio, New Jersey, and New York. And, and later, even John Keel talked about that in his seminal work, The Mothman Prophecies. So, yeah, there was something going on in that part of the country, and most people were almost totally unaware of it. Very few stories ever surfaced. And the, incidentally, I might add, too, it was not only UFO sightings, but it was also cryptid creature reports were also filtering in, as I discovered. So, yeah, it was a very, very strange uh, time, Randall. Do you ever talk to those guys again, or, or, or have you talked to them since about it? No, a couple of them, as a matter of fact, have since passed on. The other guy, uh, well, I, I know where he's at, but let's just say he went somewhat downhill. Okay. I didn't quite catch it when you saw these. Uh, was this an, a nighttime sighting? Then? Late afternoon. Well, that, so it wasn't entirely dark. So not daylight, but dusk kind of thing. Yeah, dusk. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's when we were coming back from our hunting trip. Yeah. Wow. And so, and yeah, so something like that. I'm not sure how to explain that in conventional terms. That's for sure. And well, there, the, the, is, there is no explanation. You can either accept it. At face value, or you can think that I was having a, a delusion, but, you know, that's what we saw. Yeah, the, that seems to be a really common one where you see these uh, lights that are off in the distance. And, you know, maybe you might be tempted to write them off as a reflection off this or that or a satellite or something. But then suddenly they come to a stop or make one of these high angle, high velocity turns that are instantaneous that just nothing we've got can do that. Right, right. Well, I mean, it's my sighting in the scheme of things was not unique. Uh, I mean, there are many, many cases over the years. I've talked to people with stories very similar to that. So, sure, it, it's but it is an enigma if you refuse to entertain the thought that it could be something uh, you know, extraterrestrial, a lot of people would uh, say, well, it was probably a secret Air Force airplane or, or something like that. OK, OK, we have to break more to come. More to come with Don, Gene, Randall, you're in the Paracast. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. 
Now with orders to stay at home, public health concerns, the reality of illness due to pathogens and viruses, your health is at an all-time high risk. That's why it's critical to take a proactive approach to boost your immune system. You can with new nano-colloidal silver from AmeriCare. Our patented process with tiny silver particles, one one-hundredth the size of a red blood cell, allows for maximum body absorption. AmeriCare's nano-colloidal silver effectively disinfects your body internally, attacking pathogens and viruses while supercharging your immune system. Colloidal silver is antibacterial and antiviral. Simply put, it prohibits bacterial respiration, suffocating viral cells, preventing the virus from replicating. And now, due to public health concern, AmeriCare is authorized to offer our lowest and best price ever, around a dollar a day. But supplies are limited. Purchase nano-colloidal silver now at ImmuneSupportNow.com. That's ImmuneSupportNow.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Supplies are limited. We've all seen and perhaps use the alcohol-based hand sanitizers. Have you noticed how it dries your skin, and as soon as the alcohol evaporates, it's no longer effective? GCNteam.com has alcohol-free antibacterial soap and foam meeting or exceeding all requirements set forth by the United States Food and Drug Administration. Come to GCNteam.com keyword antibacterial or call 877-878-4203. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. The IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how'd it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. (laughs) I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes, take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now 800-503-8625 800-503-8625 maybe not today maybe not tomorrow but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive forget bunkers you're not a live underground gopher you need survivalist camps the ultimate fully functional off-the-grid mobile survival bug out house that's well equipped and custom built to outlast any other rv or trailer bold statement you bet See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family's survival to survivalistcamps.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Every few months or so, we try to get Don Acker back on. He always has lots of fascinating things to say, tales of the past, that sort of thing. Now, when we get to the stories here about other than maybe spaceships or interdimensional or whatever, in terms of anything conventional, how far do we go with the secret weapons, especially early in the modern UFO era? Well, uh, it's hard to say today what cutting edge is. Back in the late 1980s, when I first met 
John Lear, before John took his trip over the rainbow, okay, on his way to Oz. I was down at his his place, his home in uh, Las Vegas. I had gone down to meet him for something. He had, my glory, he had uh, stacks of papers, documents, and all types of, of things. And he tossed me a couple of uh, male-oriented military-type magazines. Uh, I don't know if you'll remember the old Soldier of Fortune magazine. And then there was uh, another magazine similar to that. I think it was called Gung Ho. I believe it was a copy of Gung Ho uh, magazine. I, I was glancing through it. He was on the phone talking to somebody. And there was an article in there. This is circa, this has got to be circa 1989, I think. There was an article in there. Written by a guy, I know now who the writer was, but written by a guy using the pseudonym Al Fricky. Okay, Al Fricky. Now, what this article dealt with, he said in this issue, and this guy would know, he's an aviation guy, that there were things flying in the Nevada desert that would make George Lucas drool. Now, uh, what was George Lucas involved in? Well, Star Wars and all that kind of stuff. And something in that article, I remember, said that to the effect of everything that Captain Kirk had access to in the original Star Trek, we already have today. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. I'm, I'm leaning toward it probably to a large extent is true. But that was then. That was 30 plus years ago. And at that time, 30 plus years ago, I was talking to people that said, hey, Anything you think is cutting edge today, tack another 30 to 40 years of technological advancement to it. Now, what was hot stuff in 1989 as far as I was concerned? The SR-71. I watched SR-71 missions launch from Okinawa. When I was over there before I went back to Vietnam out of Kadena Air Force Base, they were flying SR-71s, the Blackbird. And my God, you would not believe one of those things taking off. It was like watching a freaking Atlas rocket lift off. The roar was beyond belief. And suddenly, bingo. Man, that baby was gone. That's how fast it was. That was hot stuff to me. But we're talking now 1989. That was considered old technology. They were still flying the SR-71, but it was old technology. Well, what in the hell are they flying that we don't know about? Now, here we are in the year as we do this show 2020. 
let your imagination roam what might be available. They've got secret craft that, and I have no idea if they're manned or not, the Air Force has had, that goes up to space, can spend a year or so in silent orbit doing God knows what, and then they may or they may not bring it back. Does it have a crew on board? Are they resupplying it with other advanced technology? Uh, Are they looking for ETs? I have no idea. But then you have the current president and the current administration talking about a space force, a new branch of the military. Now, then you go back to... uh, that series that was on last year with Tom DeLong and Chris Mellon, a former undersecretary of state for intelligence, Dr. Hal Putoff, that guy from the Lockheed Skunk Works. You watch those six episodes again, and I'll tell you what, guys, the one thing, that resonates in my mind every time I think about that series is the constant drumbeat of a quote-unquote threat. Now, this comes on the heels of Harry Reid's admission in a presser that the Pentagon was studying secret UFO. He didn't call it UFO. He called it UAPs. But a secret study on these quote-unquote unknown objects. You have the Nimitz Carrier Battle Group encountering something. You have another battle group off the Atlantic coast back east. I don't know if you guys saw the video from one of their F-18 Hornet pilots where this object, this thing, blew right through their formation. Good God, if it would have hit one of those aircraft, that would have been it. I'm asking myself, are they, in a way, doing a soft disclosure? I mean, you have people like Stephen Bassett running around for years and years and years screaming, disclosure, disclosure, disclosure. And it got to the point where I would laugh when I heard uh, Steve was uh, was going on a program talking about disclosure. At first, it was going to be Obama. Obama was going to open the floodgates. Well, of course, that never happened. And then it was Hillary Clinton. When she's elected, she's going to open the floodgates. Even if she would have been elected, I don't believe for one solitary instant that she would have done anything with it. Of course, Bill Clinton didn't either, so we couldn't have expected that, even though Hillary did say some positive things about UAPs on late-night TV. And John Podesta, of course, is a UFO believer. But Stephen Bass is an interesting case because we, we had him on the Paracast, I don't know, the past year. And whatever wrong he's done in terms of getting his guesses or his predictions wrong he seemed like a pretty decent guy but we can go oh yeah that. here's the thing okay, okay. let's let's break let's break we gotta break don we got let's break don and then we'll, t- we'll go into it more to come with gene don and randall you're in the paracast
You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you want to give you and your loved ones premium nutrition right now? Hi, I'm Jamel Bookaboo from TeamGaday.com and the GCN Longevity Health Team. Get your premium nutrition formulated by world-renowned naturopathic doctor, Dr. Joel Wallach at Wholesale, or also become a distributor and earn income while supporting this broadcast. Go to teamgaday.com via the shopping cart or contact form, and I'll get back to you with support personally. That's teamgaday.com with longevity. Teamgaday.com. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I help thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. danpilla.com. USA Radio News with Wendy King. More than 52,000 Americans have now died from COVID-19. Many officials believe the worst is yet to come, but some states are now beginning to ease restrictions. Texas Governor Greg Abbott. We are working on strategies that I will announce on Monday about the extent to which Texas can begin to open business, and we're doing so based upon the advice of the four medical doctors that we have working on this project. A federal judge has ruled the government has violated protections for migrant children during the pandemic. Lori Levinson of Loyola Law School. It's a really dire situation by the migrants that led to this ruling. Not only do you have them full of kids who don't have their parents with them, but you have the spread of the COVID virus throughout the facilities. So there's really no way to wait until later, given the dire situation. It's a ticking time bomb. This is USA Radio News. Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Introducing Reveal from GCNLife.com. Beverly Hills dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman invented Reveal, which contains polypeptides with natural botanicals and no parabens, sulfates, silicones, or dyes for a salon-quality hair growth product, Reveal. Here's Dr. Newman. I have treated a lot of patients who lose their hair and they lose their confidence. We've created a unique set of polypeptides, which we call HPT6. The HPT6 contains the polypeptides from six different plants. The scalp infusion treatment should be used on wet or dry scalp. The Reveal hair care system is designed to be used for men and women alike. Get Reveal at GCNLife.com with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So try Reveal today at GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. Plus a discount up to 25% off for Reveal at GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. Richard Dolan. You're listening to the Paracast. So as I said, Stephen Bassett, I mean, we had a long talk with him. We had him on the Paracast. We had him on after the Paracast. Seems like a pretty decent, sincere guy. Certainly he's not rolling in cash as a result. He's just wrong all the time. What's your perception, Don Ecker? 
he epitomizes the the poster that was on Fox Malter's FBI office wall. I want to believe. And that's it. That does it for me as far as Stephen. Of course, he's a great guy on a personal level. But when it comes to the UFO thing, he's totally blinded by this. Or at least that is his perceived shtick, in my opinion. You know, at the same time, though, he's kind of on the same side. I mean, he's saying to us that he believes pretty much the same thing we do. And he's just trying to get them to admit it, which... You know, so well, here's what Gene didn't tell you. Okay, this is what Gene Steinberg did not tell you. Years ago, he was on the Paracast. And if I am correct, it was either Chris O'Brien or it was David Biedney was co hosting. I don't remember which one. And they got into it with Stephen because of some of the, shall we say, questionable people he was associating with. And he melted down right here on the Paracast. He sure did. I think the problem we had with him then, and we still have the same problem, is that he's so dedicated to finding his disclosure, he has blinders on. And he promotes or accepts people who really (laughs) would fail any routine vetting. And that's it in a nutshell. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, that may be true, but then, I mean... I think, Don, I think you actually go way further out on a limb than, than even I do. Like, I, I do believe alien visitation is real, but, uh, you know, a space force with uh, warp drive and all the rest of it. Like, well, wait a minute. Uh, I wait, just don't think they, wait, wait, I don't wait, even wait, think wait, they wait. go anywhere. Warp drive? Now, Who the hell is talking about a warp drive? Well, you were talking about the guy who said, well, you know, they've got now everything that uh, Steven Spielberg would be envious of. Star Trek, just uh, you reporting know? the news, right? Randall. Yeah. And you, oh, hey, Don, Don, hang on. I mean, you can talk, so can I. You said you were inclined to believe it just five minutes ago. So. No, what I said was I am inclined to believe that our cutting edge currently is so far advanced that we would not believe what the technology is capable of. I never said anything that I think They've got a a uh, USS Enterprise ready to go to Alpha Centauri. We don't have a Stargate either, do we? On oh, ice, right? No, but you see, that gets back to the secret space program too, which is: is there a secret space program beyond, of course, something like spy satellites? And are they doing anything that's so far in advance of what we know that we could get? more involved in space exploration with that technology that raises a similar question one of my sources when i was doing this wilson davis paper we were talking about what might be already out there and this individual indicated he was believing they possibly had a drive working on principles of gravity a gravity drive. Now, I don't know. I'm just reporting what I was told. Do I believe it? No. Do I not believe it? No. I don't know. But I do think we have some extraordinarily advanced technology. How advanced is anybody's guess? But much more than what we're seeing on a day-to-day basis. 
No, that's more reasonable. Yeah. I I mean, I, I would say that we're still working on jet and rocket propulsion. I don't think we've got anti-gravity drives yet. I, I don't think we've cracked that. I don't think they've cracked that. I don't. I don't buy into the whole advanced space force thing the same as uh, you were describing there. So I'm glad that you cleared that up there because there's really insufficient evidence to, to warrant that level of belief. Well, the fact of the matter is I don't have a clue what, what may or may not be involved in a space force. What I was saying was that in this current administration, that they are doing that. Now, the reason, I don't know. Perhaps it's very terrestrially centric. We've got problems with the commie Chinese. Russia, we've got problems with them. There are other hot spots around the world. If that little chunky guy in North Korea, okay, exits the building, his sister is supposed to be a real work in progress. So problems could crop up there. The one max maxim about military activity is if you're in a conflict, you want to have the high ground. Well, you don't get much higher than uh, outer space. So maybe it's simply that, or maybe not. Maybe they know something. That is coming down the road. I have no idea. I am just advancing these thoughts about things that I personally have observed and have been pondering uh, myself. Oh, yeah, sure. Back in the 60s, when you saw what you saw, I would say definitely we could rule it out then. Back in the golden era, that, that's why I love the golden era so much, because I do think that we can be sure that the things they were describing then, that we're moving the same way now, there is no way that we could have been making them then. We just simply didn't have it. Now, maybe, I think they could make it look like we have it, but I don't think they could actually build something that can do it. In other words, I think they could probably come up with some sort of projection or, or advanced active camouflage or some sort of holographic technology or 3D visualization that could combined with radar spoofing, fool people into thinking we've got it. But are I don't think familiar, we got it. Randall, are you familiar with the X-15 rocket plane? Oh, yeah. Okay. That was an experimental platform they were doing a lot of research with back in the day, back in the, I guess, 50s, 60s. And that thing had the capability of going up in excess of 100,000 feet. Now, that, that's pretty darn far up there, <laughs> 100,000 feet above. Oh, it was an amazing machine, for sure. Yeah. And you know what they encountered a lot of up there that was that was very hush-hush at the time? Well, there is the reports. UFOs yeah. flying up there. So that that's just a, just a little something to tuck in the back of your mind and let that rattle around a little bit. So these guys have been aware since day one that there's something else out there. They have to. I mean, look at all of the detection networks they've got. I mean, if you, you were talking about the far side of the moon, they literally do have satellites that are out at Lagrange Point 2 that can look back on the other side of the moon. I mean, they have to know what's going on out there if they're coming from space, if they're interstellar. 
I mean, maybe like Gene suggests, we're dealing with, uh, you know, maybe an alternate universe and they're coming through some sort of or maybe some kind of Stargate wormhole or something. But uh, at Skinwalker Ranch, sure. (laughs) Yeah, who knows? Have you ever experienced anything weird like that? Like, you know, aside from UFOs, like cryptid sightings or just ghosts or paranormal, other paranormal stuff? Uh, Actually, I have. Oh, tell us about it. And I, I've done it right here at my home, and not only myself, but also when I when I told my wife about this, when I told Vicky, uh, she also admitted that she's had some things happen. We had our dog Buckwheat, which was a uh, oh my god, what a what a what a beautiful animal. He was a mixture of. Chinese Sharpay, Labrador, and German Shepherd. Before and we, we mix this him. dog, we're going to mix this first. We're going to mix it up with this, then mix it up with Don, Gene, and Randall. You're in. The Paracast. listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. Houseflies defecate every four to five minutes, spreading diseases and germs. Protect your food and your health with Bug Assault, a miniaturized shotgun which utilizes ordinary table salt as ammunition. Non-toxic, no batteries required, only $39.95. Use discount code GCN and get an extra 10% off your purchase at bugassault.com. Fire your fly swatter. Get your bug assault today.
Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. If you have diabetes and you're on Medicare, Medicaid, or have private insurance, you may qualify for a new continuous glucose monitor. Managing your diabetes is crucial to your health. The new CGM can automatically and easily help you manage your diabetes more effectively. And by using a CGM, you can eliminate the one thing most people with diabetes dislike the most, finger sticks. Now you can automatically manage your diabetes and end the painful finger sticks. Solara Medical Supplies makes it simple for you to have a new CGM. We'll do all the insurance paperwork for you and deliver the newest in diabetic care technology right to your door. Take charge of your diabetes today with the help of a new continuous glucose monitor. Call now to learn more. 800-547-5331. 800-547-5331. That's 800-547-5331. Dahibo Tea Club's original pure Pautiarco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. So it naturally has antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-infection, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. But maybe more importantly, Dahibo Tea Club's original pure Pautiarco Super Tea builds corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer happens to die in oxygen. The tea is great for healthy people and can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The Hebo Tea Club's original pure Pau de Arco Super Tea is only $34.95 plus shipping. Order now at ShopSuperTea.com or call 818-984-6100. That's ShopSuperTea.com or call 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. This is Big the Merciless. You are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Exactly according to my plan. We're talking about Don's canine companion. And as a fan of canine companions, I want to know more. Well, we had this dog, Buckwheat. We got him when actually when we got him, he was probably too young to uh to leave his mom but uh this family in uh well real close to us had a uh, a litter of pups 12 pups and they were going nuts with all these little guys running around so anyway they put a an ad in the paper and vicky wanted to go over and check it out and i found buckwheat what i named him buckwheat he was just a tiny little guy about six weeks old so we got him, brought him home. We were weaning him off milk. We were feeding him formula and then, you know, puppy food and what have you. He started to grow. And my God, he, he got up in his prime. He was 125 pounds, big dog, and just a wonderful animal. And, and Vicky was just crazy nuts about him. Well, 
He passed on in uh, 2012. Now, we currently have two other dogs. Uh, I've got a little cocker spaniel. She's my shadow. And uh, Vicky's got, I call him little Joey the knucklehead. who's a little uh, dog. God only knows what he is, but a sweet little guy. <laughs> We've got them here, and they run around, and, you know, they let us know if anybody's around. Well, one day I'm in my office here. I was doing something online, and suddenly, and I can look out my office door where I have my studio into the bedroom, and I saw, I was sure of it, this black dog-like animal run in there. It was to the point where I literally, I was kind of taken back because we didn't have a big dog then. I got up and went in, and I looked all over nothing. So periodically, especially when I'm in my office, like about three weeks ago, one night I was doing something for my show. I was online and I felt like, you know, that feeling you get when somebody's staring at you. Well, I looked up at the doorway and I swear to God, there was a black shape, male shaped figure that ducked around the doorway. Look, I (laughs) I know how that sounds, okay? And I assure you, I was not drinking. I was not doing, you know, I was not smoking marijuana, nothing like that. And I got up and I looked around the corner, and, of course, nothing was there. But that's happened about now, really, about maybe five or six times. So finally, I, I told my wife about it. I said, you're going to think I'm crazy, but this is what I've been seeing. And she looked at me and she said, yeah, yeah. She said, that's happened to me too. What is it? I have no idea. Is it actually something? Now, the house that we're in, we bought it. It was a brand new house. So it's not like other families had lived here or anything. I don't think we're on Indian burial ground or anything like that uh it's hard to say now we did have my business manager when i was doing a lot of television uh back in the 90s especially she ended up living here with us for a couple of years she retired she moved to uh las vegas and then she passed on i've often asked Vic. i said you don't think lynn might have been coming back to visit us and she said, I, I don't know. So anyway, there it is. You ask if I ever had anything weird happen. Yeah, uh, I've had it happen here. Interesting. You know, I guess if you can have shadow people, you can have uh, shadow creatures, shadow dogs. Uh, that seems to be just as much a possibility. One of our recent guests, Kevin Killen, I don't know if you have listened to any of his uh, the shows we've had with him on, but uh, he's very interesting. He claims that he's had a number of experiences like this throughout his whole life almost. He's written a book called Ghosts and Me. And there's this correlation between people who are interested in UFOs and these kinds of experiences. So it it really doesn't surprise me that you'd be experiencing these sorts of things. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, uh, you know, just one of those oddities. I I really haven't actually, until you ask me, 
Randall. I haven't given it a lot of thought, but, you know, you ask, and I'm, I try to be as honest as I can be, and, yeah, this is what's happened, so. Oh, yeah, well, that's one thing that uh, I think our guests know about you is that you genuinely believe the things that you tell us and you don't BS around. So we all have our different ideas. Maybe we, we get some of it right and some of it wrong, but at least we know that with someone like you, you're not just trying to put on a show to please everybody. You just tell it like it is. And I get that impression from you. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show again. Oh, sure. How would you like to close out with this? Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Okay. Yeah, we have about three minutes to closing credits. Go ahead, Don. Yeah, talk about your show a bit. Yeah, yeah, well, at any rate, my my Friday night show, uh, my producer uh, has known uh, the guest that that I'm hosting, uh, has known him for years. Uh, He was going to come on the show before. He's currently in the Philippines. Um, a very well-known researcher, archaeologist by the name of Klaus Dona. Now, Klaus Dona has specialized in uparts, out-of-place objects that uh, they're quite simply, with our current level of understanding, there's no known providence for things that could not be, and some of the items. That I, I would uh, now we had to do a pre taped show, pre record show uh, for Friday night because of the time difference and, and other things between him in the Philippines and, you know, we here in California and New York. So at any rate, we, we hit a lot of a lot of areas. And of course, now this is something, Gene, I, I don't think. I've talked a lot about on the Paracast, but involving pre, especially pre-Diluvial civilizations. We really look forward to hearing from Klaus. We talked to him just twice, back on December 2016, 2006, and A.J. Gavert shared the duties. He did the second half of the show, and Klaus was on in 2008. So we've got 12 years of time to make up. And therefore, I'm really looking forward to see what Klaus has to say now in 2020. Yeah, well, I just watched a television show that Klaus was on, was very prominently uh, in the show that took place in the Philippines. The name of the show is Forbidden History. And they were basically on the hunt for what is believed to be a vast stolen stolen treasury the Japanese basically carried out during the Second World War. Don Ecker, tell our listeners if we want to know more of what you're up to, where do they go? Facebook. I've got a site there, Don Ecker and Dark Matters Radio fan page, my regular uh, personal page, Don Ecker. Everything that I've been doing, mostly radio-wise, will be uh, reported up there. We'll definitely look forward to it, Don Ecker. You can find us on Facebook with a pair of Paracast groups, communities, whatever you want to call them. We have to fix that up one of these years. We also have a Paracast presence for the Paracast on Twitter. We have the official Paracast shop at theparacast.shop where you get branded merchandise for the Paracast. Check it all out, T-shirts and stuff. We have the After the Paracast podcast, our 
extra show with more great content, special guests, interviews, and such. And one more thing, neighbors, Don will also be back on this weekend's episode of After the Paracast. And remember, After the Paracast is uncensored. So you'll get more of Don Eckert. And you have to be a member of the Paracast Plus to get that, plus the version of the show free of the network ads. So to find out more, go to theparacast.plus. That's theparacast.plus for more information on signing up due to the coronavirus pandemic. We really cut the prices there because we know cash is hard to get. And we want you to sign up at these special prices. Don Ecker, my friend, always glad to talk to you. Thanks for joining us on the Paracast. You betcha. Gene Steinberg is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in the Paracast. <laughs>